Welcome back to the greatest disaster on the internet. It's the Four Heads Podcast. I'm Golden Boy. You got Brent, you have Sideshow, and you have the turtleneck wearing app developing reinforce here as well. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's a good, it was a good week Hello. last week. I, your, your neck is rather bare, Jonathan. Yeah, what are you doing? You're like a, a giraffe in mating season. What <laughs> 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 oh, a dinosaur. Is that how giraffes mate? What, by stretching their necks out? How would that possibly happen? What do you I think, mean? No, they bare their necks. Is that like a, a I, thing that they do? Because no. I imagine the longer your neck, the more likely you are to survive. Why? Imagine how hard it would be for a giraffe to eat ass. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm imagining, and I don't know why you put this image in my head, Jonathan. How would we go... How do, we need someone to create that, if at Is all that possible. a... Uh, you're wearing a... Um, uh, I know what you're going to say. Punch Man t-shirt? Yeah, I am. Hopai! Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm a big That's One really Punch good. Man fan. Are you following the training regime of One Punch Man? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm doing, you know, hundreds of push-ups and push-ups and sit-ups a day. Uh, it's not working, though. Oh. Um, I feel like, you know, even then I'm still eating like the food is running away from me. I, so, you, you do so seem fun. to be losing your hair, though, so maybe the gains will follow. Okay, this is a little gap right here. <laughs> we don't gotta. We don't. It's just. It's just the comb didn't really get it all that well. Right. right. All right. Jeez, Louise. All right. You know. Oh. You know what sucks is that I my hair grows just a little bit, right? And because of my Puerto Ricanness, uh, this this little bit here curls up, right? It curls up, mm-hmm. and it looks like uh, it looks like I'm losing my hair, but I'm actually not. It's just that my hair curls right here because of my brownness and there's nothing I can do to stop it. Mm. And that's, and that's my fault. That's just my fault. I'm growing out my hair. It certainly it looks like it. Either that or a beaver has landed on top of your fucking skull. Okay. Already. Why are we getting judged by our hair by fucking <laughs> Josh? Can we just talk about that for a minute? Yeah. I'm I mean, gonna, I'm gonna get my jabs like you where I can. It looks like you, you when you were born, like they forgot to give you the the other hat. Look at this, you know. I, I have disguised my forehead perfectly. That's not bad, actually. You look I know, like, like I have a forehead. You look like Boris Johnson's child. <laughs> <laughs> it is the same kind of look. I it mean, honestly, yeah. looks you look just like him. Yeah, it is uh, horrifying. Well, that's that's terrible. Thanks for that. It's a similar. Josh, kind of is your hairline percent. actually receding? Because it feels like your forehead is larger than it usually is. I don't know. I think. I think I've always had an enormous forehead, but these side pieces are going back a little further than they used to. Yeah. I think it all used to be in one straight line here, but I mean, look at the top of that. I mean, that was still a gargantuan forehead for a child. God should not have been so cruel to a small human. (laughs) Have you considered shaving it, go like full Joe Rogan and start doing like karate and shit? Or are you actually like just going to keep it for brand recognition? Um, I, I... Whenever I make decisions about my hair, brand recognition does not come into it even slightly. What? That would totally be the reason. Because you're this hilarious, awesome personality with crazy hair and people love your hair. Okay, right. Of course, that's part of who you are. 
All right. Well, Your no, charm. I have changed. I shaved it off before. I got I got out of a breakup and I was feeling really terrible, and so I just shaved all of my hair off. That was when I had long curly hair. And they say I, that uh, when you cut your hair, it grows back thicker and more full than before. Clearly, not the case for you. No, that did not work even slightly. That was not <laughs> that's the intention. Not, that's not true, though. As well, a lot of people think that it's not true. Really? It's an urban legend. Whoa! Yeah, because you're the reason you think is because you're you've normally your hair follicles they grow out like normally, mm-hmm. but you're cutting them off at an angle so they feel sharper and thicker when you're putting your 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 hand against them. Yeah, they got you know, urban urban legends are interesting because last week uh, I talked about the fact that you know you can get a cold by going outside uh-huh. in the cold. Are you going to bring this up again? Sick. I'm going to bring it up again. Because in, in, in our YouTube channel, okay, because mm-hmm. I, I am a man of the community, in case you guys are not aware. Yeah, you're like um, a slightly older ZP, the amount of you stare yeah. at your phone at the events. <laughs> yes, sure. <That laughs> um, so, you know, looking at... The, Wait, no, the ZP's older than you, isn't he? I, you know, it's hard to tell with him. It's impossible. Who knows? It's impossible to tell. Uh, but I, I was looking at the comments, and there were, one of our comments... Uh, was very interesting. It actually said, oh, freaking YouTube just changed the way that they do their damn comments. It's the most annoying thing. Um, it said that uh, that the thing is, this is kind of like, uh, here it is. It's from Nike Danae. She says, as a Hispanic, I completely agree with Golden Boy, even though she spelled Golden Boy wrong, but that's okay. She <laughs> says, I think it's a cultural thing because Latinos and Hispanics tend to believe that being in cold as fuck temperatures causes us to get sick you normally hear your grandma or your mom say to cover your head and your chest or you'll get sick in spanish of course and that that is legitimately true that is something that my grandmother and my mom i mean my mom to this day still says that it's like pretty common and you know what science be damn i'm gonna say that to my kid too I don't give a crap. <laughs> Why? Why are you going to say it to your child when you know because that you it know doesn't what? really have a factual basis? Cover your damn neck. Look, okay, that's all I'm saying. Dude, look, I look like Josh now. <laughs> <laughs> For any audio viewers, what Brenner has so wittily done is put his fringe <laughs> behind his head to expose his forehead. Mm, oh, uh, yes, Johnny, thus executing the perfect sideshow cosplay. <laughs> so, you know, we're just going to end it there with that. I'm, uh, I'm, but I, if you can get a cold from cold, can you get the coronavirus from Corona? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think almost certainly not. Corona stocks plummeting. I wonder though if it did affect Corona. Wait, people are genuinely. Dumb. I need to see. Yeah, there's no way crazy. Corona is on a stock market. Wait, <laughs> Corona the- stocks. Corona stock. We're looking this up right now. Corona Corporation. That can't be it. This is Australia. Oh, this is Japan. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not on the New York Stock Exchange. Huh. Well, never I'm mind. just saying. Well, isn't Corona owned by like Anheuser Busch or isn't like there's like three beer companies oh, in the no world idea. and they all own basically everything. It's like Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of worrying with the cor- the, cor- the coronavirus. Mm. Yeah, um, just it because is. of how many countries it's spread to now. And the ramifications on the on just the global economy already. People thought it was just gonna blow over, but the stocks are just now starting to fucking free fall. Oh dude, stocks yeah. are now like eight percent in two days. 
Yeah, yeah I know. Bad time to be a guy who plays the stock market. Okay, AKA I'm me. I'm reading a an article right now by someone I've never heard of on Medium. So take this with enormous grain of salt. But they're they're writing an opinion piece about how the coronavirus could destroy Corona beer sales, um, <laughs> because. You know all of the like memes and racist shit that was originally coming out about the coronavirus. Um, that I don't know whether you guys had caught any of it that was going no, around. I didn't. So it was basically like the the rumors about how it began started a wave of like memes that were basically just almost directly just being racist against Chinese people, just like perpetuating myths that they're just like dirtier than other people like the actual people themselves not the environment that they live in or certain areas or anything just like the actual people by virtue of being chinese were more shitty people continuing to say shitty things definitely but the fact that the coronavirus was was a thing gave them like a an opportunity to do so and so it's saying that on on the back of that more rumors are starting to and confusion starting to appear because the coronavirus shares a name with corona as well so this is his opinion piece and he's saying that apparently anheuser-busch had a stock market drop fairly massively at the end of last year in like november 2019 which i have no idea what it was about but the stocks do seem to be down massively but i don't know why and uh the corona beer virus has a massive surge on google trends no and way. So corona beer virus. Yeah, and so does beer virus and beer coronavirus. Wow. So, which oh my god. Is presumably people just not understanding and just the only thing that they're aware of that like they don't understand the Latin root of the name for corona and coronavirus. Because uh, it's named oh my that. God. It's named that because they both look like a, or not both look like a crown, but it's like crown. It's like something that people name shit after, right? It's like pick a Latin name, pick something to do with royalty. Boom, oh, yeah, because the cells, the cells look like. A yeah, crown or yeah, I think like so. That. I think the cells in the coronavirus looks yeah, fairly crown yeah. shaped. I found the stocks. You found the stocks. How it's Grupo Modelo. It's gone down. Wait, yeah, how? Which down. stock do you look at? Because it's made by Modelo. Constellation Brands is the company that owns it. Interesting. And wow. Oh, yeah. I'll put it in I, the You know, dock. I just think this leads to just people. People, you know? Just people. Yeah. people uh, I'll tell you, though. I mean, the online searching for the phrase be a coronavirus surged 3,200%. Why? Oh. Okay. Yeah. People are just kind of dumb, I think. I, I think my family doesn't even know that the coronavirus exists. Really? There's not a single case in Sweden either. No, they definitely do, actually. They were really worried about me when I was in South Korea. But I could definitely Why? just see my family just, like, booking a, a holiday to the north of Italy, like, right now. Which my is mom my messaged me. It's popping off. She said, I know that you work a lot with a lot of, um, you know, uh, Asian players and stuff like that she's like bundle up bundle up <laughs> she said bundle up she said make sure you bundle up i mean you you protect your throat wear a scarf over your mouth i mean maybe that'll you know stop the aerosols Listen, getting uh, in. my mom is a good person okay she means well she's just a concerned hispanic uh-huh. mother did you say there's no cases in sweden yeah i don't think there is no i think there is 
It says on this. It says on the CDC.gov website that there is a case in Sweden. Well, you know, seems like Norway has managed to avoid it, but not. Sweden. It seems you know, like people just get smitten every day. So I'm not. Yeah, that's you know. true. It's it's just crazy across the board. If you're out there, be safe. If you're in I'm just, areas that are troubled by it, be safe. I've already bought face masks and gloves. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, uh, what, now, what does "be safe" even even mean when it comes to something like this as well? I mean, you know, like, just be just be con- just be cautious. Yeah, just right? play more games. Just play more games. Play more video games, bro. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly, because of the coronavirus, it's affected a lot of companies, right? And uh, and a lot of businesses are losing just countless and countless amounts of money. But yeah. I tell you what's on the fucking rise: stonks going up. League of Legends microtransactions in China. Because all people can do is stay inside and play the game. Yo, can you imagine all these app app sales are doing right now? Oh, they're probably raking it in, raking it in. There's nothing else to do but just stay inside, play video games. Hey, so long as you got a good internet connection and food and water, game it out, dude. Game it up, game it up. up. Well, I've always wondered though, what do these people do if they? I mean, they they have to stay quarantined in their homes. If you're like in Wuhan, how do you get food and water? So apparently, that's another part of the story, is that food delivery, or like, not food, but grocery delivery companies in China just like skyrocketed because people couldn't go out. So they had people were uh, wearing like plastic out, or not plastic, oh my God. The full hazmat suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit yeah. like that, just delivering groceries. And wait, I'm going to see if I can find you know, they're not Grocery, renters. China, stock, surge. Um because people just couldn't go out to buy groceries and so groceries delivered and they got paid mad money. So. I mean that's that's clever. There's it um, really is. There's a BBC article actually that says almost word for word Wuhan lockdown how people are still getting food. And so it's you know <laughs> oh, the, there you go. <laughs> it's a popular question, right? Um and it's saying that I mean it's a as far as I'm aware. I mean I don't actually know how big Wuhan is, but it's a Probably an enormous place, right? I think the city itself is really quite large. Isn't it like a, a small region? I don't know. Let's if see. someone else wants to... Uh, 11.08 million people as of uh, 2018. In Wuhan? In Wuhan alone. Oh, God yeah, I mean, it's enormous the capital of the, of the Hubei province um, and is the largest city in Hubei and the most populous city in central China. So it, it ain't it ain't no small place, and obviously not everybody there is infected. I mean that that would just be ridiculous, right? So the the you can still go about your day to day life in some kind of sense. So people still are going grocery shopping a little bit, but also the f- getting food delivered is the primary thing. And so apparently they've adapted their food delivery processes so that they kind of drop food off instead of having to meet face to face with anybody at all. Yeah, I actually put a video in, pretty interesting, um, in the Discord. It's uh, actually the uh, drone footage of Wuhan right now. Oh, uh, have you it, seen those? Sorry, I just interrupted you. because No, you're good, but it's basically like a ghost town. Go ahead, John. So I didn't hear the past minute because I was distracted. But have you seen those mad videos of just scientists going and, like, disinfecting shit in, like, classrooms and, like... Like, there's people in suits with, like, a cleaning backpack, like fucking Ghostbusters, just going and spraying oh, disinfectant. Oh, yeah, disinfectant. Like, yeah, in yeah. random office rooms, and just, like, here comes the government, disinfecting yeah. shit, and just out of nowhere. It's it. wild. 
You gotta get out of the way, otherwise you're just gonna breathe it in and all these chemicals. Uh, I've just, I've just well. searched for a ten pack of um, masks, like surgical masks that are actually like rated to stop disease. What yeah. is it? N95. I don't know. Mm. It's like the filtration. Otherwise, it doesn't do anything. And there's only one available from one seller. It's hundred and twenty-one dollars. No, 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 Amazon. No, no, no. There were. Uh, I, I. There has to be something else. Um, there was actually a story that came out today. Oh, her name is Cecilia. I should retweeted it. Uh, that uh, Amazon is trying to prevent third-party sellers from raising the price of face masks to exorbitant levels. It's a story oh. on Wired. I'm yeah, going to link yeah. it in the document right now. Interesting. Uh, well, I mean, I believe it, dude. Like, the, the opportunity, right? Market calls. Trying, but... Capitalism at its finest. Yeah. Uh, I have already bought a hundred masks because I know that my friends are going to need some. What well, you have personally? Yeah, I, I have a hundred masks. So if you guys need masks... Why do you I have a hundred masks? You're part of the problem. You are the problem, Jonathan. Wait, what do you mean? Why are you stockpiling a hundred masks as one well, human he's being? He's stockpiling to sell. He's going to give it to his friends, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm doing it for... Okay, so I live in downtown Los Angeles. Okay. okay, and like, okay, I, I'm not really, I'm not scared. Like, I don't really give a shit. Like, if there's like a thousand uh, people that get infected with coronavirus in LA, like, I wouldn't really give a shit. I put on a mask, go to work, act like nothing, like everything's normal, right? Okay. All right. But if shit really hit the fan, I'm going to spend whatever, like 50 bucks I spent now just for precautionary measures. And... You know, if coronavirus is just a fad and it doesn't really do anything in LA, then whatever. I spent 50 bucks for personal safety of an epidemic or whatever. Who cares? So, I but, don't... But I mean, like, why why did you buy 100 rather than, like, 10? Because they came in pack of 50s. So oh, two. really? Oh, I see. Okay, all right. I That's... can't find any. Like, to find... You need the... It's called N95. Oh. And I'm looking on Amazon and... Yeah, the people selling them for ridiculous amounts. I mean, uh, I, dude, it's just it's just crazy. But I, my point still stands: be safe, people. Yeah, you know, do you know? Yeah. I know it sounds silly, but it's best to just you you know, like if you know if you're hearing stuff and like I I'm I don't know for me it's it's challenging because like for example I'm at these events right and um and you know I'm walking around the crowd and. You know, I'm I'm saying hi to everyone and stuff, and it's it it always is like you know that's like the easiest way to, to get sick. So, it, and I, I'm gonna say this for any of our our listeners that are Overwatch fans that are gonna be attending these homestands coming up, uh, just you know bring bring hand sanitizer, right? If you got a cough, just you know be be mindful of those around you, um, things things of that nature. It just goes a long way, honestly. Because, you know, it's very easy. Like, PAX is this weekend, right? And you always hear about, like, the PAX flus and, and whatnot. Yeah. You just, you know, that, that it, we joke about it, but that stuff can, like, be really, really bad. So you yeah. just need to be careful. Uh, drink lots of vitamin C. And I don't mean, like, I mean, eat oranges. I mean, that's probably, like, the best source of it. But, you know, if you take vitamin C bell pills peppers. or emergency. Bell peppers have more vitamin C than an orange. Just eat a really? bell pepper. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, don't tell that to Zoe. She can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zoe's deathly allergic. 
Yeah, is she sick right now too, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. she tried to get vitamin C, and someone gave her a bell pepper. The uh, well, I think she'd know better than to eat bell pepper. But <laughs> funny thing, actually, a funny Zoe story. You... When we remember, we all got together and we went to that Thai place, uh-huh. and then in my in my neighborhood, and the menu had had, had all this food laid out, and it gave you every ingredient, but the only ingredient it failed to mention was bell peppers. Bell peppers. And then Zoe gets a dish, and she looks, and she's like, is that a fucking bell pepper? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like uh, yeah, I think it is. She's like, it wasn't on the menu. So when I go to the lady, and then I'm like, hey, are there bell peppers in here? She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, my, my friend's allergic to bell peppers she can't have. She's like, okay. I was like, I think it'd be great if you list it in the menu, right? And um, she kind of, like, brushed it off or whatever. I went back. Uh, we, we go back there often. Now there's like a little piece of tape that just says bell pepper. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, mission accomplished. Nice. Anyway, well done, what were you going to say, Brent? Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, uh, did, have you ever had interactions at events where fans get offended that you don't want to shake their hand and you want to fist bump them? No, everyone's always been very, very uh, uh, understanding. I feel like fist bump has become more common for me at least. I've had some odd interactions with people where they go, oh, Brad, hi. And then they put out their hand and then I'm like, what's up? And I just hold it here. And it's like, we're at an impasse. <laughs> and they, they just Both frozen like, with no idea what to yeah, do. They're like, well, <laughs> shake my hand. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not opening my hand. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And, uh, how there's always a weird, a weird five-second moment of where they're just like, Ugh. and then they they submit. But like, they, I don't think people realize that they're like, oh, what the fuck? Does he think I'm like sick or like what? He doesn't want to shake my hand. I've had that a couple of times, but it's like, no, actually, I'm fucking shaking. Like, if I was to shake everyone's hands that went up to me in an event, I would have shaken a hundred hands. And then I would have got a hundred other people sick. Like, you know what I mean? Mm, well, I, I actually, um, you know, speaking of the thing, uh, New York Times, well, you just said New York Times actually just put out a tweet saying the CDC warned Americans to begin preparing for the possibility yeah, of I a just, coronavirus outbreak. Uh, saying, quote unquote, this might be bad. That is some great scientific uh, verbiage <laughs> there. Uh, public health officials don't know if the coronavirus spread in the U.S. will be mild or severe, but Americans should be ready for a significant disruption to daily life, the director of the National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases said. Uh, meanwhile, budgets were cut by the CDC for the CDC by like at least like 20%. So, you know, hey, good times, people. All but, fun. All yeah. right. Here's, here's an interesting thread before we leave this topic. Oh, that linked it up. Well, in Joker. Um, apparently, okay, Josh can read it out because my brain hurts. All right, let's have a look at what Jonathan's found. Dear in the God. flu pandemic of 1918 to 1919, case fatality rates were lowest in San Antonio, Texas, which had the highest UVB radiation of any city. The fatality rates were highest in London, New London, sorry, which had the lowest UVB radiation. So, so this is a study on whether ultraviolet B radiation can affect the case fatality rates of flu. But, uh-huh. but the flu virus is very different, or at least is different. I actually don't know whether it's very different to the coronavirus. So I don't they know whether, don't know. They don't, don't know, what, know right now if a change in 
sunshine um, causes the, the coronavirus to survive less outside compared to like a colder, darker climate. That's actually super interesting considering how bad like the air quality is in China. Okay. And like actually like all the time. Johnny thinks China's in a state of perpetual darkness. That's honestly, that's more like Sweden. No, but I'm not talking. Well, I mean, we were hitting two different points here. I just think that, like, once you get to like a quote unquote cleaner climate, like if that affects Hmm. the spread, I, I mean, I'm such a pagan when it comes to shit like this. I'm just speculating, and right now, Saito's undermining my attempt to crash the stock market, so (laughs) it's not going great. The um. the CDC um, page has estimates of case fatality rate, which is, you know, that's the, if you get it, how likely, or how many people that get it um, end up dying from it. And that, I mean, is obviously going to differ based on how old you are and uh, what your immune status is like, this kind of stuff. But it just provides a bit of a, a benchmark to be able to compare that to other diseases that have happened. But it's really, really difficult to estimate uh, case fatality rates when the virus is ongoing because the pe- there are people currently with the virus lots and lots of people that who may end up dying and they aren't going to be currently taken into account there's also going to be a lot of people who have the disease and don't know that they have the disease yet so it's the figures are going to be all over the place and so it's difficult to be able yeah. to estimate but they have a whole page where they go through various different ways let me see if i can find it of um uh of measuring it um and i think there was the the figures outside of china are actually higher the case fatality rates at the moment than the figures inside china um but probably because it's more obvious when someone has it in china because they're so hyper on it right like if you're if you if you sniffle and cough they're going to test you for it and so yeah. the amount of people that have and are confirmed to have it is really high mm-hmm. so even if the death rate is high it, it ends up uh evening out a little would, bit. would you say josh it's worth if you're young and healthy traveling to china to intentionally uh get the coronavirus <laughs> sorry brent gonna have to uh, explain the logic behind that one what sorry uh before i give some you know rash you're working out of your system what? you're immune to it you don't need to live in fear ah like um like kids with chicken pox parties mm. where their parents take yeah. them so that they catch chicken pox yeah. at a young age so it's not bad i what would you say think? wait no. is that a thing yeah yeah chicken pox parties are definitely a thing i do it you don't think so i definitely oh, I really recommend it what if i went to china and and and, and for, got first of all caught the virus don't but yeah. Yo, I'm just saying your your stream would pop off, dude. And then, <laughs> Live streaming in China, and then go to Puerto Rico. Okay, where it's sunny, and and just chill by the beach. And would it go away? You so what you would like to do? Correct me if I'm wrong here, Golden Boy. What you <laughs> would like sun, to right? do? What you would like to do is go to China, become a living vector for this incredibly infectious disease, and go take it of- back to your home country. See, <laughs> see. I see nothing wrong. There, there actually, <laughs> I think there was, or rather, but just was- just for science, though. But you put me in like a bubble. You know, I'll be like that dude in the movie, right, where uh, he was in a bubble the whole time. But I'll just ah. be in there with the virus, and then I'll go to puerto rico and then i'll just sit by the beach by myself 
and then and then take some like Dayquil and then just see what the fuck happens. I so might have already had it. I'm being real with you guys. In in South no, Korea, did not have it, Brandon. So do you want to go party so I can get it? I mean, I I'm over it now. Yeah, but you probably but, still have it, like deep within. In your skin, in your DNA, there is corona. I, mean, I, I don't think so. You're gonna. Johnny's like, let's go out in K Town, and I get licked up, and Johnny just starts trying to drink my blood or something. I'll, I'll do a Tyson <laughs> Fury. Dude, I, I don't want that. D- did you see though? Talking about like deliberately spreading it back to Puerto Rico. Did you see that people <laughs> have been in apparently deliberately spreading it in South Korea? Yeah. 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 That's why a, the case has just exploded. Yeah. So th- this is an article. Yeah, on and they BBC. call them cultists. Yeah, it's the Sinchonji Church of Jesus in Daegu is being blamed for a major so, outbreak of coronavirus. Yeah, I it don't sounds know. like a bad World of Warcraft expansion. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, that joke fell flat. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know a little bit about it, but it's essentially like the cult, right? They think that at the second coming of Christ. Is that correct? I honestly, the not woman, totally true. Uh, not the woman totally contracted true. it. <laughs> spread it to her followers, and then the followers went to multiple different parts of, of South Korea. Yes, the founder claims to, to be the second there. coming of Jesus, apparently. That's it, yeah. So they, she or someone had it in the cult. They spread it to about 200 of their followers, and then the 200 followers then went around to different churches and public areas in the country, like just spread across, like a little bio bomb, just boo, sent them out. And now I, I'm trying to find a live number for South Korea. 833, I believe. Uh, And 42 of those cases, um, according to this article, which was uh, posted on Thursday, have been directly or indirectly connected to this church. Uh, Yeah, honestly, insane. Bro, that's nuts. South Korea's CDC described the outbreak there as a super spreading event. Like, way more than you would normally expect. It's 800 right now. Yeah, 833, I think. That's what this article Three days ago... It was 433. Dude, that's crazy. You know, and I think that people, I saw someone on Twitter, uh, be all like, yeah, but was it like 10,000? What's the number right now? I don't know what's the number. Well, globally. Uh, the, 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 glo- the global number. I don't know. It's Let's like, have a look. Coronavirus global Might number. be like 15,000 now. Um, uh, these are all, oh, 80,000. Giant. Dear God, okay. So the anyway. death toll is 2,700. According, yeah, this is according so, to CNN today. So when, when, the, when the toll, or when the, not the, when the toll, when the number was around like 15 or, or 20,000 or something like that, I remember seeing someone uh, like quote tweet. I don't know who it was, but even if I did, probably wouldn't call them out. But they were like, people are making such a big deal about this. This is just the, this is just the, the thing to be outraged about in 2020. Watch it fade away, and no one will talk about it like Zika or or yeah. whatever. Um, but you know, and and they were saying they were citing that like the the number just isn't you know it's not there are millions and billions of people right like you know the number's not whatever. And I'm like, but you know what, man? Like, disease ain't nothing to play around with. No. Like that's not a that's not a thing that you're just like ah only eighty thousand people are infected with this virus. 80,000 people's a lot of human beings, uh-huh. a lot of lives that are being impacted by this thing. And that number evidently is not seen to be going down at all. Uh, so clearly, like, this is a big deal. So if you think this isn't an issue, again, 
and I'm just going to go back to the beginning topic. Bundle up. Okay. Put a scarf on. <laughs> All right. Wear a jacket. Put a hat on. I don't think and then and then steal one of Johnny's masks. Yeah, you need the you need a mask. You need to wash your hands. You need to stay away from public places. And, and, and hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Sanitizer. Always sanitize. And when in doubt, play video games. And that is going to transition us to our next topic, which is a video game. Mm. Because apparently, we're four people that work in video games, so we should probably mm. talk about video games. Rather than us give our scientific takes on the fucking virus. <laughs> I actually no think people education. are really interested. I think uh, people are interested in an epidemic that potentially could kill off humanity. I mean, it I won't kill, kill off humanity. I was, I, I was being hyperbole. Hyperbole. I was being hyperbolic. Oh, Lord. Okay, the game in subject today that we're going to talk about is actually one by uh made by i would say a friend a friend of ours i know i've known him for a little while i blow my nose and he okay never mind it's actually johnny's friend um but uh two goods made a video game called diabotical mm. and uh it goes into a uh, closed beta uh this will be happening in february 28th uh, people will be streaming it. I'm sure people are going to stream it mm-hmm. uh, because at the end of the trailer, it says beta starts 28th of February. Can we stream it? Sure. Why not? Uh, so I'll play the trailer is, on stream now. Yeah, this is an old, like I would probably say old school, uh, but definitely has like a good, good look and feel to it. Uh, you know, I it, well, and again, just to uh, reiterate, Diabotical is an arena FPS game made by uh, the GD Studio or the Good Studio, GD Studio. I've never the Good really, Studio, the Good Studio, and yes, Too Good, studio. Um, who used to be an uh, analyst for uh, Dota until a very famous interaction with Gaben yeah. ruined that. Uh, but <laughs> this actually looks pretty solid. If you love games like Unreal Tournament, Championship, Quake. Uh, was it Serious Sam? Uh, you know, games like that. Uh, this this game is right up your alley. Uh, funny design, by the way. Yeah. Because it's 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 like kitty like almost. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting the way that they've approached it. It's the opposite of most arena shooters. Like I feel like most of them have a very serious, um, like almost grungy thing, very heavily inspired by Doom and Quake and those kind of games. Yeah. And this one is. I wonder why he went with that. Well, actually, I think I know why he went for it, but because there's always this, um, as you said, right? Like there's this like, gritty, grungy style that goes to a lot of these arena FPS games. Because when you hear arena FPS, you're you're immediately thinking about you know double kill, triple kill. Yeah, right? yeah you're yeah. thinking about the the, the dark yeah, yeah. and uh, atmosphere. About the, the little giblets of human flying. Exactly. Exploding. You're always Blood. thinking about that. Death. Um, but yeah. if Fortnite has shown us anything, it's that a complex game, uh, despite what any anyone any you know esports consultant on Twitter might say, uh, <laughs> a complex game like Fortnite that evidently appears to you know appeal to to children can have some great mass appeal. On top of which, games like Rocket League uh, have the easiest time getting sponsorships because of the way that the game looks and you know just the kid friendly nature yeah. of the game. So yeah, I, think I think that this is idea. very smart. It's very smart of them to go about it in this route. I do think, though, that I, I saw Slash's tweet where he said something like, um, 
the all the esports scene needs now is one big arena FPS. Uh, um, that's what you call these games, right? Arena FPS. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they um, and he said that it's prime for it to come back. Yada yada yada. I think that that's a, quite an old way of thinking about esports. I think that's just nostalgia glasses. Un- until a game can draw in a huge casual audience, I don't think it can be a successful esport because you just w- will never get the numbers in to be able to justify putting a bunch of money into the game. Uh, well, I mean, Slasher still has a quake. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like emblem for his Twitter profile sure. that he will never change. So he's also coming at it from a, a unique position of bias yes, that I can but, appreciate. But I think that is the goal. And you know, full transparency. You know, James got me into esports, and I lived in his house for like three, four years. I can't even remember it was so long. But I think that's the underlying goal of this game is to build a very tight and sort of new community because you have the map editor. Um, I can't talk about it, but there are numerous changes coming to the game modes as well to to make it a lot more fun and try to like revitalize and redesign the game modes and the the arena FPS scene as a whole mm-hmm. to make it make it a bit more esports friendly and to make it more exciting. And so I think that this is a man who's obviously, along with a lot of other esports personalities, been involved and been part of arena FPS games for so long. That they've had the opportunity to identify the faults of ID software with, you know, Quake Champions and whatever that was, um, and then try to make it a bit more beginner friendly with the art style. Um, so there are a lot of great community features in this game combined with the customization of the heroes, or not the heroes, uh, the robots rather that I think is going to make it real easy for Discord communities um, and teams to form, etc., which can hopefully help this old genre uh, gain new life. So um, I, I think that's the advantage of having been an esports for so long, Arena PS, that mm-hmm. people sort of know what it's about and how to make it better um, and what the, it's lacking. I mean, how do you draw in really casual players though that because for me the draw of an arena fps the reason why i like playing them and for most people i think is that you're constantly challenged to get better and better and better there's like the game is about improving yourself to some degree right it's like you're constantly battling against yourself to improve at the game and and be better than your opponent it's not like um i feel like it's not it doesn't have the same level of casual appeal as something like Fortnite or uh, Overwatch or these kind of games that like uh, a lore to get into and characters to grab onto or a team environment to meet people and be incredibly social or just to kind of mess about and be bad at the game at a low level. I, I don't see how... I don't feel like my little brother would would enjoy Arena FPS games. Do you think your little little brother would be excited about the trailer and the way it looks and the style uh maybe if you just like stumble upon this video on twitter because i can't refute what you're saying because that is what arena fps have been for so long i can only tell you knowing james that he's really trying to combat that sort of narrative and and to bring new people in and i think just the fact that you know the closed beta is going to be on the Epic Game Store might be an opportunity for accessibility. Yeah, oh, is and, it? And, and that ah. actually is the big thing that I want to point out uh, because at the end of the trailer, you can actually see it. it. You know, it will be coming on the Epic Game Store. 
And that's huge. Uh, and that, that is really big. Reason I say it's really big is because a lot one thing that got really popular with Fortnite players was playing Kovacs and aim training yeah. uh, shooters. And those are basically the they 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 come from the world of arena fps right like yeah. you know precise aim yeah. timing those kinds of things uh because in fortnite that is something that is heavily prioritized it, it always cracks me up whenever i see people give uh fortnite a lot of crap because it's like dude i guarantee you like you take a fortnite player and you put them in to like different gaming experiences like if you saw like myth playing call of duty he was really good or or aiden playing call of duty which he did before but again he was really good and the reason why is because in fortnite you have to have like some ridiculous aim it, it is it is essential because of the yeah. way that the game is designed players can drop in at any point in time you have to be able to re react quickly uh that that stuff is like super important now with all those players like i think uh the other day Vinny from tsm uh just announced that he's like done playing fortnite uh and he's a great player right but he's done playing fortnite because he's just tired of the game he felt like the game just isn't uh like he, he feels like the updates are dumb and you know players have their their issues with with fortnite right uh but then you you know if a game like this pops up in the epic game store which those players are going to boot up and if epic games gives it an iota of promotion which i don't see a reason why they wouldn't considering you know who i know works at the epic game store which are a lot of folks that come from that competitive fps background uh i could realistically see this game kind of sort of just not not blowing up but i could see it getting some kind of uh widespread audience audience widespread consumer appreciation simply because of the style of the game the way it looks like i mean look at dauntless it was another game that was on the epic game store and and it's literally monster hunter but because of its style and the way it, it appeals to the the Fortnite quote unquote generation, that game actually is doing exceptionally well on the Epic Game Store. So there's a there's a case to be made that Diabotical could actually do really well because it's not going to be buried in Steam. And yeah. I, I think this is going to be a fantastic candidate to revitalize the Arena FPS scene. If that is possible, I, this is going to be the game because well, there, there is so much that it, goes into it. If yeah. this game doesn't do it, then the genre is dead. Yeah. In my mm, opinion, but I have a lot of belief. Needs, I'll say that. I think for a game to pop off is it needs to be playable on a lot of systems, like you were saying, GB. Like Fortnite got big because it's on console and mobile. It's pretty hard to do that in arena. That theater. is true. I mean, Drake was playing a console, right, when he started playing with Ninja. So yeah, you need that, that, that kind of uh, reach to to even get there in the first place. The second thing, I think. Uh, this is something I was, I was talking to Kurt, who lives in our house, about it, and he was like, "We're all pretty like looking for, looking forward to the game, but the one thing I think you need is like a movement system, or at least the game needs to feel and it needs to be easy to get into and play. It can't be like Quake, where you jump into like a, a quick play lobby and you're fucking instantly up against vets who are just bunny hopping around, one shot and you have a railgun from across the map. You, yeah. It needs to be accessible where you go into it and everyone starts at the same level, but then you start to discover little quirks and complexity to the game, which is what happened with Fortnite, right? Everyone played Fortnite. Everyone was at the same level, roughly. Like, no one was building. Like, advanced building in Fortnite at the beginning was like a ramp and two walls. Like, that was it, mm -hmm. you know? And then they would take, take shots against each other. And then the building mechanics really started to go fucking crazy. And then 
people started editing crazy shit and then the game sense like as a whole just kind of developed but like learning these unique mechanics and and having the ability to master i think is super important but it needs to be accessible in the first place which might be pretty hard to do i i can't really say too much but i can say that you guys are going to be it's it's fun but but here's the thing though and i'm gonna say this bluntly as as a as a as a uh console guy all right because i i I will be i'm gonna be real the voice of the people on twitter yeah, when I saw it on Twitter, uh, when they announced the Xbox Series X specs, and then I saw like Scoots and Slasher and a few people like making fun of it, I'm like, you know, I uh, I grew up poor and I couldn't afford a high end PC. Also, in in my neighborhood, uh, being educated on how to build a PC or what's in a PC or how PCs work was like not a thing, right? So I didn't get that same kind of of you know, background and education on, on the subject to understand that, oh yeah, PC or yeah, consoles, basically a PC, but you know, yada, yada, yada. Right. But what, you know, we were able to comprehend was that if I saved up enough money from my summer job, I was able to take 250 or $300 and buy a refurbished Xbox or, and, and, and that was going to be the way that I played video games. So, you know, and I get mad whenever I see people like, you know, crapping on console players because of that. It's like, dude, you know, not all of us can afford these crazy ass PCs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just facts, right? Um, so having having Diabolical, which looks like a game that I think could easily run on a console, it, it doesn't look that heavy. Uh, like the graphics is great, on a console, but it yeah. doesn't look heavy at all. It doesn't it doesn't look like it's going to take up a lot. Uh, having a game like that run on like a Switch, having it run on PS4 or uh, PS5. And on you know Xbox Series X, like that stuff's important, and that means having good controller support. And I know that everyone's gonna be like, "Ah, GB Arena FPS, you gotta play keyboard and mouse." But look, guys, like I still play controller on Apex and and COD to this day, even though I have a dope ass PC with great peripherals, I still play with a controller because that's what I'm comfortable with. Yeah, and you have to be able to to allow players to be able to play with that and i don't i am that is what concerns me about games like diabolical and just arena fps as a whole it just forgets that there is this massive massive community of individuals that also want a game like this but they just do not design it with those players in mind and then they just end up getting forgotten and then that's it it's gone it's done and and there's just nothing Unreal Unreal Tournament uh, came out, or Unreal Championship. Well, Unreal Championship was actually made for controllers, but Unreal uh, Tournament or Quake or whatever, those games come out, and the controller uh, like hookup is just terrible. It's genuinely awful. Overwatch on on console, it it it's not good. You know, they said that they worked with Treyarch on it. I'm like, I don't know where the hell that was because it's just not very good. <laughs> you know, as a guy who plays Call of Duty a lot and Halo a lot, it is not good. So that's kind of just where where I'm at with it personally. It's just, and I understand that people are are, are going to you know question it, but you can't forget about that audience. That audience is too big to forget about. Yeah, they're and, huge, and that goes into the accessibility of it all. I I don't know, Johnny. What do you think about letting us controller players play with you? How do you feel about that? No, I I, I think. Oh, I I I I um. 
really appreciate console players. I saw that the new Xbox hardware systems had 120 FPS or some shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a great change. So no more 60 FPS locked. Um, I think that an underrated problem with esports is uh, how much money it costs to buy a system and actually participate in esports compared to buying a football and playing football or soccer, as you know, you boomers, Americans say. Um, so you know, if uh, uh, yeah, like I don't, I, I I like console players. I don't blame you for playing console. As long as you have fun with video games, I don't even know why you asked me this question. I feel like I'm being attacked, <laughs> and now I'm on the defensive. You're and the this defense. is pretty awkward. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you represent the elites here. Reinforce the yeah, elite. Yeah, you're a pro gamers. player. Oh yeah. And you wear turtlenecks. And that's didn't why you I'm... used to be a pro too? I was a I was a, a semi pro trash can. You were the equivalent <laughs> of sideshow on console. Yeah, yo, it's I was me. Semi pro trash the guy. can. I was the guy that was the responsible one. They got everyone on for practice on time. Oh hell and yeah! Really, and I was good at calling out. <clears throat> nice. That was that. Those were my, those are my cause of fame. Uh, those are my claims of fame. So what do we think? You, all right. Do we feel like diabolical? Uh, which we'll be able to play, and by next week we can actually talk about it in more detail. Do we feel like this game has a chance? I think it has a chance as like a bit of a. A cult classic, that kind of thing, right? Like it gets its small audience that it, that really enjoy it. Um, uh, maybe a little comparable to Dauntless, right? Because I have seen streamers playing Dauntless, and I was like, "Oh, what the hell is that? It looks like Monster Hunter." Then we looked it mm-hmm. up, and we were like, "Oh yeah, it's like Monster Hunter, but on the Epic Game Store." Um, I, I feel like it could be something like that. I d- I don't really see how it could contest for like a large esports spot because i just don't see i don't i think that the days of small independent games being good enough to compete with the top triple uh, a publisher esports is it's pretty much gone i don't i don't really think that those days exist anymore mm. sideshow's about the corporate overlords i mean All i'm right. not about them fucking eat them but <laughs> oh did you guys see eat the rich was trending Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently, yeah, really? yeah, apparently, uh, someone was doing like graffiti on like a Bloomberg office or something that said "Eat the Rich," and it just mm. got viral. It uh, it was a political hashtag before it was a meme in my stream. So <laughs> you just a... tapped into like angry b- b- political. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Viewers, if you yeah. if you ever looked previously at the hashtag "Eat the Rich," it was there was like a couple of people tweeting at me, and then. 100 different tweets of very very angry left-wing people being mad about oh, the yeah. oligarchy still, yep people still angry yeah well i mean it's trending at the moment so yeah of course it is brand what do you think you think diabolical is good you think you, yeah man do you think I, you could have a i a but chance? i'm like i think uh i don't know we'll see we i haven't seen enough johnny's like teasing us saying like they're, they, they're putting some stuff in to make it accessible so I'm, I'm just i just want you to you know be open to a new experience because yeah. it's well, not I, your I, traditional I, arena fps yeah. i know I mean, what comes with an arena fps but it's I you know quake champions i really liked it a lot of the old guard hated quake champions because I, I the things that i hated about quake champions was the engine was clunky as fuck but i it was very fun to just hop around the map and shoot people and they tried to make it accessible by making the movement a little bit easier by making the timings of the armor and the overheal the same 
the, which is just the dumbest fucking shit ever when you think about it because mm-hmm. it, it removes like the a lot of the depth to the game as far as i'm aware uh you want that like difference of a couple of seconds right so you can actually rotate yeah. around and fight over every them. character is the same in diabolical right every, every bot they're all the same uh is that i don't know it don't looks know. like it at least it doesn't it look like, like any it. of them have abilities but but it, i mean anything can pop off it just needs the right environment you know a bit of luck a yeah. couple of streamers start playing it yeah, Suddenly, you got a game on your hands, problem. you know? Yeah, I think that that also is going to be a big thing. Is this game going to be enough to rip people away from, like, Tarkov and uh, and, and and Apex right now? Which Yeah, I'd say it's, right now people want probably, like, a new shooter to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people are feeling a new shooter. That's why so many people are playing Tarkov. Like, Tarkov has been out for a while. I've never played it, but I w- I've wanted to. But it's like, that game seems quite difficult to get into. Yeah, dude, that game that. I tried. I tried multiple times. It's just not happening. Yeah, but it's like it's all about a couple of streamers um, play it and they like it, and then suddenly I think an underrated aspect of a lot of these games as to why they pop off is like the team aspect. Solo games are kind of dying off. You know, the RTS genre, um, the arena shooter genre in that regard, like they're kind of just dying off. People don't like to be the blame of their mistakes. They like to blame their team. You know what I mean? Like, people love to blame their team, and then they'll keep playing it, because, like, I'm not the reason we lost that game. That was my fucking Moira. (laughs) But it wasn't the Moira at all. It was you, because you're too bad to notice what you're doing wrong. But but team team games, like, are only up and up because you play with your friends. You get the the boys. You get a little four-stack going. Fortnite, the exact same reason. You know, all the kids are at school. They're saying, all right, where are we dropping tonight? Where are we dropping? Exactly. You ain't and looking then, yeah. in the mirror and asking where you drop in. You're asking your boys. You're asking nah, I think boys. Bren goes to the bathroom exactly. and he's like, "All right, man, we're gonna play some Fortnite. Where you dropping? Where are you dropping? Where you dropping? Where you dropping? Gonna go lazy? I don't know. I don't know. Agency, maybe. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> gas myself up before I drop. Oh, yeah. we teased something previous episode, Bren, about uh, about your gassing yeah. yourself up and going on an okay. adventure. That's some. The people have been waiting. We we gave them a little cliffhanger, right? A little cliffhanger of my little trip in Japan. When I was there in the bar, let me let me remind everybody if you haven't, if you can't remember, went to a bar, was chatting with the the locals, started becoming a local myself. I was going there so much, you know. Started started learning the language. Really, Simi Masen. Uh, hi, Bull. Could I say? What do these and, things uh, mean? Uh, it means, excuse me, uh, can I get a highball, please? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, start, started learning the language. Yeah, I speak Japanese. What about it? <laughs> anyway, we were, we were chilling in this bar. And the first night we went there, I noticed this dude sat down with... These people, by the way, I've only just realized, like I said previously, but they go to this bar almost every single night. Like, everyone that's in there. But we mm-hmm. were in there. We were chilling. And I noticed that there's some dude hanging with two girls. He's a young-looking guy, very fashionable. Uh, he's he's half, uh, half Japanese, half black. And I'm looking at him like, he, he seems like he's, you know, you know those people, they have this air of just coolness around them. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just, they just radiate that kind, of, that kind of feeling. He was that guy. He was dressed up. He was looking nice. He was chill. He was enjoying some drinks. He had like, he was hanging out with two women, you know? He was just chilling, bro. He was just chilling. And the first night, we're fucking around, we're enjoying ourselves. The second night was the night that we went there. 
and I got offered cocaine from the guy who I'm pretty sure had Yakuza connections. Okay. Later in the night, we're all getting friendly with them. Shots are going around. We're doing shots with the staff. We're doing shots with everybody. I hadn't really spoke to him that much. I hadn't spoke to him at all, this guy. But suddenly, I start handing recommendations to the DJ. I start handing recommendations. I show him my phone, run the jewels, play a little bit of that, bit of Kendrick. What was, sorry, what was the music that was playing before you started offering recommendations? He plays a lot. I waited until rap music or hip hop was starting to be played. Okay. Then right. I started recommending it. I didn't just shift because, you know, you don't want to fuck with his gears, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to fuck yeah. with his gears. So I, I just, <laughs> I, I only offered it when he was playing that kind of genre because I, you know. Makes sense. Listen, I, I'm not socially oblivious to recognize that when he's playing Initial D running in the 90s, I'm gonna be like, okay, now play this. <laughs> and just like sh- show him some, some soul music, right? But. I start putting some recommendations down and start vibing. And I'm getting drunk, drunk, like getting so lit. Like it was like, uh, at the, do you remember at the Atlanta homestand when uh, the dance floor was empty? And I was just, yes. I was alone yeah. throwing You're the shapes. only person on the Atlanta homestand dance floor. Yeah, I remember Santa that. Actually. <laughs> yep. I don't yep. remember the Atlanta homestand. We're Maybe you were happy. really drunk. <laughs> that, was, that was when the after party was actually open up to ticket holders as well. Oh! I didn't realize at the time. Oh, yeah. yes, of course. Yeah, I didn't realize. But I, it didn't stop me from just making an absolute tit of myself. But anyway, <laughs> the, I start getting into the same sort of state of mind. I'm, he, I'm like listening back to the music I'm recommending, hearing the way he's mixing us. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> god damn, you know? This guy's a good DJ. And I'm starting to feel myself a little bit. And I'm starting dancing in this tiny little bar. There's hardly any space. I'm throwing some shapes out. And suddenly... The guy who's just been radiating confidence and coolness the entire time. He gets up, mm. stands up, mm. and just starts fucking throwing down against me, bro. <laughs> this dude starts throwing the fuck down, and we just start go- taking turns, just dancing off against each other, bro. And he, <laughs> I kid you not, he fucking slayed me, bro. He slayed me. I was copying Fortnite dances, and he was just like, he was out here just fucking slanging, bro. Slanging. But it was was incredible because what we were doing, we were taking turns. He would put on some Japanese hip hop, the DJ. And the guy would just start rapping the entire thing. He was rapping the entire thing. That's pretty impressive. One of my songs would come on. I start rapping the entire thing. Okay. And then we just take turns like this. And then we would (laughs) dance and throw shapes, taking turns. And at the end, I I was chatting to him and I was like, yeah, you know, you're a very good dancer, very good dancer. Thank you, thank you. And just, we're just hearing it off at the end as well. But this is, this guy was just, he destroyed me in this one one, bro. He just absolutely destroyed me. Like, I couldn't believe it. He was what? very impressed when I was doing the, uh, the Millie Rock, though. Okay, right. What, what's the atmosphere in the rest of the bar while you are just having a crazy dance-off with potentially Is it still the, the s'more bar? Yeah, it's the tiny, tiny bar, dude. Tiny. <laughs> Everyone's watching, bar, bro. People are recording. Everyone's watching. They're just everyone's having a good time. Shots are flowing. Like oh, these wow. people, they go here. They go here for a good time. I've actually. Are you done with your story? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm so socially inept. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe with for ice cream or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, imagine he's like, and then after that, bro, we just got, we just got pancakes. Yeah. No, bro. Yo, we went to Denny's. Let's go. Yeah, I just want to add real quick, though. Like, uh, black Japanese people, the most attractive people on this planet. 
Yeah, they, like, okay. The, the, yeah, that, those the, the mix of those those features. God damn, like he was just the most handsome motherfucker I've ever seen. <laughs> but he was like, he, he were you dancing young. against him or were you dancing with him? Is this the start kind of, of an incredible run? Kind of, wanted to dance. Kind with of both, him. bro. Yeah. Kind of both. You know, Dude, it was you, a little bro. bit of both, bro. Because we were just we were just throwing down slang and we were just enjoying each other's company, you know. <laughs> and we fucked. <laughs> and we... <laughs> Amen. Nothing wrong Respect. with that. Respect, yeah, respect the looks. No, it's, it's, See, it's, I knew this story was going somewhere else. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one thing you get slayed on the dance floor, you know, but it's another thing you get slayed on a dance floor by some, you know, guapo looking motherfucker. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you getting. What is guapo? You, getting, you know, muy guapo, you know, like. Is that very attractive? Sir? I don't know. I've never heard yeah, that before. Yeah, yeah. You know, context clues, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> you know, it's an important part of this whole process called the <laughs> okay. podcast. All right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's great. All right, Johnny, what were you going to say real fast? What was your- uh, I've actually just like thought about really learning how to dance because of those dance circles at so many parties. Okay. Because there, there have been so many parties the past year, after parties, after events, whatever, mm. uh, weddings, and people are like, oh, shit, it's time to you know throw it down on the dance floor. We're drunk. It's like 11 p.m. Shit's about to get lit. We're going to have the greatest of times. And then people make circles and it's hype. And then no one goes into the circle. Okay. And it's like one so person wanna, who goes into the circle. the circle. You want to be the center of the circle. No, I, well, okay. So I, I, I want to believe that I'm doing a favor. Okay. Because mm. that moment when you make a circle and no one goes in it and people are just like, Standing around, yeah, like but waiting. Someone's, someone's gonna... And then some fucking moron comes in out of nowhere, had one too many beers, and it's like starting to do Fortnite dances. Like, look at me, I'm doing the Fortnite dance in the circle. You, yes! you just described Brennan. No. <laughs> but, but but that's like that's good though, you know. At least somebody's taking the initiative. Yeah, at least someone. But I want to be the savior who actually like saves everyone else from that horrifying moment. I don't want to do it because I want to be the center of attention, only a little bit. But that (laughs) moment is so awful that it motivates me alone to just learn how to dance so everyone else can avoid it. It's interesting you think it's awful because I just think it's like people just having fun. No, 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 no. There's a difference in dancing dancing. together and having fun and people standing in a circle waiting for someone to go into the circle. (laughs) I have and I've seen it so many times. Interaction since, like, I don't know, I don't know since, like, uh, well, when we were at Matt's school wedding, dances. this happened. Well, no, when we were at Matt, Matt's wedding, this happened. Really? Did it? It happens yes, everywhere. This, hap- this happened. We, we, that- everyone, it was a circle formed, and then people were like pulling me or pulling something. And then, Brian well, was, that's like, because the music blew. <laughs> right? True. Like. They, they weren't playing my kind of vibes, but when they're playing right, my kind of vibes, I, I jump in the circle. Happened at the uh, the after party at the you remember the uh, the grand finals. Yeah, grand finals. That was really good though. Yeah, people were jumping in. Last time at the second, I've only I, I can only remember two times where it happened, uh, and it was a Twitch compai, and it was like D one and his boys, and I was just fucking like compared to them, like they can dance. When I <laughs> yeah, jumped oh, in, bro. I looked like I for, I forgotten how to. I was walk. at a Twitch party with like with D one, TK Breezy, like a few of those. Guys. I mean, they were just they were just throwing it down so on they the dance can floor, bro. Dance, man. Old school oh hip hop starts coming out, bro. TK Breezy throwing shapes. You're just like, fam, can't compete. <laughs> you can't compete. You actually it's can't rap. Yeah. yeah. I also find it interesting because I heard this quote when I was uh, listening to a podcast flying home from Sweden. 
And it's a pretty good quote for life, okay? All right. So the idea is if you tell someone two interests of yours or like two skills of yours, they aren't supposed you're supposed to make it so they can't guess the third, if that makes sense. Wait, what? So let's say someone's into uh, yoga and you know weightlifting you know they're pretty similar and so someone can be like oh you're into like nutrition as well you know because it's like in that sort of category it's like someone are like oh i'm into yeah, i see what you mean uh, that's what you mean you should have interests that are so spread out that even when somebody knows two of the things they can't just stereotype you you, you break out the stereotype because you yeah you like a range of different things yeah so the perfect example i was actually having this conversation with matt marcel who's our stats guy and it was so funny because he was the perfect example. And so he's our uh, he's one of our stats guys alongside Captain Planet. He's like loves video games, loves stats, is a yoga instructor. It's like Oh really? What? Yeah, it's like Okay, didn't know that. Mind blown. You know, could, could, I didn't see that a mile away. Sorry, Brent. He was a, he was a personal trainer way back. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. But that yeah. is the mm. beauty of it. That's what's so awesome. So, like, imagine me. This is where I go in the story. Imagine me, okay? Former professional gamer. Just tall, Swedish, lanky man, whatever. Knows how to, like, properly dance. <laughs> like, it's the perfect deviation from what people judge me for i see that does that actually make, make a lot of sense yeah but mm. what what style of dance do you mean like um no like or like freestyle or some right, shit right. where i'm flying across the room stuff. you want to do some yeah like yeah, some you want to be a b-boy because it would be hilarious if you knew how to like do the tango and the waltz and you bust that out at parties that would be amazing no, but that's not I mean, the parties that you don't form a circle around someone doing the tango or but the you waltz. could. I mean, I mean imagine the t- the stereotype breaking that that would be. You're just in the middle of a wedding and you'd bust out the tango. The tango would be to, to a I, rap song. It doesn't even tango. fit. <laughs> it's, tango oh, it's still tempo, be, right? It's still tempo. You just gotta hit it at the right. Uh, yeah. There's. I don't know, but the point being, I think that'd be lit, and people would be like. What is this tall Swedish yeah. guy doing? What? Yeah. Yeah, be like throwing shapes and like rolling on the floor and spitting and what? Russell, break a, break a leg. Spitting. <laughs> I'm just saying so, it'd be so lit. Do it. Do it. Do it up. Yeah, do well, it, man. Well, what's stopping you from doing it, Johnny? Effort. Yeah, I mean it is effort, isn't it? Yeah. Dude, everything in this world. See, here's the thing about effort. Effort. Effort is just an action. It effort. Costs you nothing. No, effort is time expenditure that could be used on other things. Not fam. Not fam. Here, I'm gonna if link he a wants video. To learn how to dance. Here we go. Then just do it, bro. There's a reason why Nike made millions off of that catchphrase, because sometimes you just <sighs> got to do it. To do it, bro. Yeah. If, you know, when I I said I wanted to make a podcast as a plug for that esports podcast, uh, <laughs> when I wanted to make a podcast, I just said, you know what? Screw it. I don't care if. 10 people, zero people listen. I'm just going to do it. Because at the end of the day, time is leaving us no matter what. So if you want to take that time to do something that you want to do or something that you want to learn, then just do it. Because the time is going to leave you anyway. You could spend so much time deliberating, and that is worse than just doing it. I think that's a really admirable 
uh, way of looking at things. And I'm sure your nine viewers really appreciate the fact that uh, <laughs> the esports podcast had no aspirations to begin with. Yeah. Dude, I live my life with no aspirations. <laughs> How yeah, do you think I got this of thinking about it, though, GB. I think but it is. My, yeah. life is. my life is consumed by laundry. Consumed and... by laundry? Wow. How, much, I'm not how many lie, clothes guys. do you have? It feels like my life is consumed by laundry. I feel like I, I, I'm about to go to an event. I got to do laundry. I take that clothes with me. I come back. I got to do laundry. I got to I gotta put the laundry back in my fucking thing. I got more laundry behind me that I need to wash. I got fucking laundry for days. It never ends. <laughs> my life is consumed by laundry. You know that you can just put laundry in and then just get it out an hour later. And you can do anything else with that time. Why don't you just set up a delivery service just to go, just do it? What? There, there are services that will just pick up your laundry, do it for you, and bring it back. And then Why you don't have they, to worry about it. Why would I do that? Because, because apparently again, it's like, dominating your life. Isn't yeah, because it dominates bougie? your... No, it's not super bougie, dog. And me and Cynthia do it all the time. We, I walk my laundry over to the laundromat. I leave it there. They do it. Uh, it costs me like $10, 10 or $20 extra. And then I just bring it back in. But you know, why... I got, I got, I got. Oh well, stuff to you do. don't, I you don't have, more. you don't have in unit laundry. No, I don't have that. Right? No. Yeah, oh, most people, yeah, but we have that. Yeah, yeah most so. people in New York. I don't live have in a that. New York apartment. Yeah, yeah, I live in. Yeah, this is LA. Well, I've, I've got it, so it seems silly to do that, right? It, it, yes, it absolutely would be, especially when it takes ten minutes to do. It takes it's ten minutes to do laundry because no, it's not. It's ten minutes because you just leave it going when it's going. I've got to uh, when this podcast finishes. I've got to put it in the dryer. Oh no, what a terrible life. I, I think you're overreacting. I don't want to be cruel, but... I feel like laundry is just one of those things that I would... Like, if I could just replace that with something else, I'd have so much more time to do shit. Because I feel like I struggle to fit shit in a day. Like, I want to go to the gym. I also have to eat three meals. Like, eating's just a pain, isn't it? Eating is a pain. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's actually right. He's actually correct. I found this to be a struggle as well. Oh These things are so annoying. Like, yeah. my body needs about. this much, really? Like, fuck, dude. Can't I just eat one meal? And especially if you're trying to gain muscle, yeah. you have to eat so many carbs that you're tired for like 30 minutes afterwards. I know. And so yeah. you spend like an hour and a half in your day just being tired from eating carbs and sugars. My God, you guys have a rough and- life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is difficult though because what I'm a like shame. I gotta wake up early so so I can eat early so that I can digest it and then go to the <laughs> gym with enough energy to actually go to the gym. Then I come back mm. and I shower. Now I've got to do these podcasts while at the same time I'm juggling laundry. I gotta <laughs> no, cook not, after I'm, this I'm, one as well. I'm sorry that our podcast is such I gotta, a disruption I gotta, to your I gotta, life. I gotta cook, I gotta meal prep after this as well. I'm gonna be making that bomb ass chili once more, you know? <laughs> you sound like you're just struggling with being an adult. Yeah, I fucking This is up. my day off, and I feel like I want to go drinking later to remedy it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm struggling to be an adult. Let me just go on to the days where I can just fucking m- out, you know? <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I was struggling to keep up, but yeah, now I. You know I what's it. crazy? It's because I, I've been doing this for such a long time now that it, this is like all pretty fucking normal to me. Yeah. So I'm everything that you're complaining about. I'm like, yeah, bro, that's like living, you know? Yeah, like, nah, oh, bro. You, you got to section your time off appropriately. Where do I get the time to stream? I don't know, then, Bren. When then, do you, you know what, Bren? Look for the inefficiencies in all of that and then try and change it around. If that means canceling foreheads, me. then, you know, you anger no, all the people. No, right, but you're telling I, me to start a Google Calendar because fuck you. 
Yeah, so, I have Google <laughs> Calendar. I have a list of things that I need to do in the day. I go through the uh, list. It's it, so so. Here, here's the problem. Okay, most people tell, tell me what don't. The problem is, John. Most How people. Old are you again? I'm 24. <laughs> okay, go most on. Most people please. don't realize the freedom of not having to do those stuff, but because both me and Bren were sort of freed, quote unquote, <laughs> from that. We realize how restricting it can be to be bound by eating and cooking meals. So, for example, I do intermittent fasting. So, I don't eat breakfast, right? Right. Do you yeah. realize how much time in your day you have when you don't have to make breakfast and eat breakfast? It's like you gain like 30, 45 minutes from not eating. <laughs> and so, when you compound all of the things you don't do, you gain so much time. All so, right. when I live in Glendale, when I live in Glendale, come down, when I live in Glendale, okay? <laughs> Well, I didn't think like that. Very fortunate, and I'm you. You know, very fortunate. Me, I was in a position where it was more sound for me to go one block down and pick up food from halal guys than actually ordering groceries, cooking myself, doing the dishes, because it was so more time efficient that I could like make that money up from just streaming instead. And so, scheduling my time, I'd rather just go and buy that burrito from Chipotle or buying a meal from Halal Guys. Yeah. And so now when I want to be a bit more of an adult, so I've moved to downtown Los Angeles. I cook my own meals because, yeah, I have access to groceries now in 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 a faster sense. And I've realized just how much time that it's taking up. And it's only because I've had access to that freedom in the past. It's the same like when... When you get out of school and you don't have the summer break anymore and you're like, oh, my God, I realize how much time I'm just working because I don't have access to that summer break anymore. It's the same for people who freelance or make their own companies and they're not working nine to five because their schedule is not bound by eight hours working per day. And it allows for you to realize the factors that limit your life. Okay. I think I start I mean, to understand the the concept. The concept makes sense. The specifics of it, laundry dominates my life. That that's what doesn't make sense. No, no, that doesn't make any sense. But, but I, I can see, see where mean. he's coming from, where he's spending so much time that okay. he feels like he's losing out my on stuff he could do. Okay, well, you know what a tangent for the end. Yeah, it's admirable, honestly, uh, and yeah, I hope I you mean, guys can figure it out. I uh, just wish I had more of hours, dude. It's true. Yeah. Uh, what time you wake up in the morning? Today I woke up at eight thirty. That's pretty That's good. Good. I woke up at seven. That's pretty That's good. Yeah, it's fucked. I don't know why I'm bragging about that. <laughs> no. That's, That's good. Seven eight. Like that's a good range. I woke up at seven thirty. I was like seven eight o'clock today. I feel like the older you get, the less sleep you need as well, GB. So you must be like. That, uh, let me tell you right now, as a person who wakes up in pain every morning, that's not true. Okay? <laughs> why did you wake up then? I don't, why I don't do you wake why. up what like at all yeah because <laughs> you know what bren life is worth living uh, that's why that's but, a great by way the way i'm it. i'm sorry of going on a tangent but i i lack a medium to discuss philosophy in my life and so i retort to this fucking dumb podcast <laughs> with that idiots. makes sense that makes a lot and of then sense. I just get refuted and looked down upon. But I needed no, the no, room for my concept. We're not looking down, upon. Not not looking down, down upon, upon you. Shut up, console pleb. We, we can't look down <laughs> upon you. I can't look down upon you because you're so goddamn tall. Ah! That'll never be able to happen. 
Hey, uh, I love you, buddy. Hey. I think I think that's a good. I think that, I mean that's a good place to end it because I got to go watch Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, so really? that's what you're doing with the rest of your day. Why would you subject yourself to watching Sonic? The I'd Hedgehog? rather do laundry. One, I'm a Sonic fan. Two, Jim Carrey. Oh, actually, Jim Carrey. More? Yeah, very fair. Actually, need I say more? Dog and Ben Schwartz. So yeah, you know I'm a fan. Okay uh but yeah we didn't get to read any reviews today so leave us some reviews and we'll read a bunch of them for next week how about that people yeah uh we have some good ones on here uh we, we kaijid who left a who left one on on december 19th a story of relief don't worry i haven't read it yet but i got you covered uh so we'll do that next week leave us some reviews on uh apple Podcasts. make sure you follow us on spotify um and wherever you choose to listen to podcasts because this podcast is distributed on anchor so it pretty much goes anywhere goes anywhere uh, if you maybe. and if you're on youtube <laughs> and you want to comment on some things by all means go on ahead uh we'll all be at the comment section we should all be in the comment section periodically oh, check and see what I people are saying. because we've had some good comments in the youtube comment section uh so you know for example when koenig said remember that josh has gone to actual medical school he should know more about contagions more than the average person when you know and, nah. and i don't i don't i actually don't agree with that uh because bundle up it's cold outside <laughs> all right so there you have it um so we done i got laundry to do <laughs> wow. yeah we're done thank you so much for listening and watching it's podcast hopefully you had a good time we'll catch you next week take care of each other and uh you know wear a mask steal one of johnny's peace goodbye bye bye